Hello everyone. Welcome to the podcast Real Talk with Sudhanya and I'm your host Sudhanya. Do you believe in intuitions especially for your business decisions? If not, today's guest will enlighten you and maybe convince you too. Her name is Nicolin Hausinga. She's a certified intuitive business mentor, a human design coach, speaker and author of the book series Flick the Fight Switch. As the connector of dots, she helps entrepreneurs to get clarity on their zone of genius, identify what holds them back and how they turn this around in order to attract their dream clients. So, they will transform from the best-kept secrets into absolute authorities in their fields. With more than 12 years of experience, creative mind and strong intuition, she always has an answer to any question that business owners may have. Nicolin loves reading cold water swimming in the North Sea and has James Bond as her guilty pleasure. Apart from her mother tongue Dutch, Nicolin is fluent in English, German and French and currently adding Spanish to the list of languages. I had so much fun speaking to her and I hope you enjoyed this episode too. Having worked with you Two to three years? It's been more um, than two years. More than two years. Yeah, two and a half, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, what a pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> Likewise. <laughs> and I have also seen you changing a lot. Mm. <laughs> yeah. A lot. So I wanted to actually start with that. Uh, like, you are an excellent coach and you help entrepreneurs <laughs> to, like, you know, be on their be by themselves like you helped me two and a half years back. Mm. But the style of operating that time, I loved it. But like, I'm loving it even more <laughs> how you have evolved. Oh, like, thank you. Like, it, it was as if that's what I needed then. Mm. And this is what I want to see more of you now. Like, just for like giving more of explanation to the audience. <laughs> uh, like... Um, we had like really great connect right from the beginning. Yeah, absolutely. Although the style was very ma- not very masculine, masculine. We had like yeah, like deep talks, but still at the intellectual level. And yeah. I, I I love it. I can also resonate myself <laughs> with that. But from there, uh, I see an intuitive coach. Somebody helps who has the same purpose. Who helps uh, entrepreneurs coach them but mm-hmm. with a very intuitive human design led yeah way yeah yeah true yeah that really i really made it a change i made a change in the past two and a half years yeah and like you said the the purpose hasn't changed but the way yeah. to get there has definitely changed and it has deepened and it has i don't know another another few levels to yeah. it i say i think like then the first question what happened in the last two and a half years that <laughs> you changed like so much well first of all covid happened <laughs> yes uh like we all know uh, but for me that was really a big um a big change because i couldn't be around people 
as much as I loved to. So like we all were kind of convicted Mm. (laughs) to our own offices at home and working Mm. online. And of course I had worked online Mm. for such a long time already. So that really didn't change. But the whole idea of not being able to see other people that really got into me Mm -hmm. uh, and it really got into my brain uh, and in my heart, like, oh my God, I I cannot be around people. Mm. And that really got me into, I think, an introspective mode. Um, And on top of that, Mm. we moved home. So we um, renovated uh, an old house, a 1959 house, and it was stripped down just to the bare walls. And then we had to build it up again. Wow. Um, so there was a lot of focus on changing and uh, really looking into ourselves and myself. Like, okay, how do I, how do I move forward, basically, mm-hmm. in this new world? Mm-hmm. And the new world being just online and... Um, dealing with I would say the fear that everyone had around being around people and people like oh no we should stay away from one another Mm. and like scared yeah people are scared um I was scared Mm -hmm. um so I think it had to do with with that so that was the trigger uh moving home was a huge trigger uh we we moved and afterwards we, the house wasn't finished, so we had to finish it by ourselves, and it was an exhausting job. Yeah, <laughs> it was exhausting. It was the middle of summer. We had a heat wave, uh, right. and it was just exhausting. So after that, I was floored, um, and and as happen as it happens when you are so tired and you're so exhausted, and basically in the whole COVID situation, you're like. Um, confronted with yourself mm-hmm. and then you start diving deep like what is it that I actually want what is it that I actually need and I had been working with human design before that already mm-hmm. but it was like yeah yeah it's interesting yeah it's nice you know like so many things mm. that you do yeah I mean, I've done... So many courses that you take. Exactly, right? You take so many courses, you do a lot of assessments. Mm. Uh, So I did a lot, um, MBTI, uh, Lumina Spark, um, Insights, you know, all these assessments. But they are all based on questions. So you reply to the questions, which means that you can influence the outcome, right? Right. If you give a different answer. Purposely, yeah. Purposely, if you do it purposely or even unconsciously you influence the outcome and I was looking for something that was like and of course many of them were great I love MBTI I love insights I love Lumina Spark I love it all um and they each and every one of them helped me to move forward but when I got the human design I was like oh my god this Mm -hmm. was like looking into my soul Mm. and looking into the five-year-old me like this is who you are at the core Mm -hmm. and of course things happened during the years I mean I'm 54 now 
Uh, Don't look like. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So things happened over the years, but this is who you are at the core. And I, that's what I love about the human design bit, that it reminds you of who you were made to be. Right. And, and that's what happened. So that was the change when I really, I think after the whole renovation and moving home, I kind of hit the bottom like mm. I'm so tired I'm so exhausted mm. I don't want to do anything anymore mm. and you know I coach people to be visible right. and I just deleted each and every single social media app from my phone because mm. I was like I don't want to be visible right I don't want to see people so I don't want people to see me like this Right. Uh, and, and I just don't know what to that, do anymore. That's very confronting because, yeah, you are the visibility queen. That's mm. how I got to know you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you helped me with that. Yeah. <laughs> and that the, was the, the crazy thing, that the queen of visibility yeah. was invisible for months. Yeah. <laughs> so that was crazy. But yeah. it really helped me to, you know, to, to do the reflection, to do, like, the real deep diving like what is it that I really want and what is it that I need and apparently I needed the time to myself and to really figure myself out again like okay what am I actually gonna do because visibility in itself is like a superficial thing Mm. I mean I could have like a million followers Mm. and I'm visible yeah but do people really see me the way I am or am I like like contributing with my utmost value that I have to exactly because yeah. you know I can create picture perfect yeah. I can do photoshop I You're can right. do I don't know 10 filters on each picture and make video and make me look like 30 even mm. though I'm 54 but it's not the real deal no um and and that's what I figured out in that time off like I, I really want to show the real deal yeah. because I, people get so insecure about those pictures perfect and they f- compare themselves and they feel like shit because I felt like shit yeah. when I was comparing myself to all these successful, between air quotes, people right. uh, showing their stuff on social media. I was like, I feel shit yeah. I, I, and, and I don't want that. So that I think it was then and there that I really got into like, okay, I want to show the real me. Yeah. Uh, and that's scary, of right. course. Very um, vulnerable. It's very vulnerable. Because like what you're saying about these other coaches who have this blueprint, mm. right? Like, okay, follow these 10 steps and you will have six figure. Oh God, yeah. yeah. Six figure, six steps to six figures. Oh yeah. my God. It's like a cookie cutter yeah. approach. And it's a one size fits all, but it doesn't. No. It doesn't. I mean, I have followed so many programs. I have, I did all the steps. I really, I ticked all the boxes. Oh, I need a Facebook group. Check. I need an email list. Check. I need a freebie. Check. I need a, you know, just follow the algorithm that, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And at some point I did it all, Mm -hmm. but it didn't work for me mm. and at some point you really start wondering like what is wrong with me apparently I must be doing something wrong mm. uh, and I don't know what it is and then I figured out with with human design I figured out that what I was doing in the way I was doing it mm. was 
definitely not for me. Mm. So it didn't fit my design. And when I when I got that picture of my human design compared to my way of being visible and launching stuff, I was like, it's it's really it's not even a question why it's not working. It's right. so obvious when you look at your design and you look at the way you're trying to do run your business. Then it was like, oh my god, now yeah. I know, now yeah. I understand. Right. And that was, yeah, that, and that was, of course, just the start of, okay, I want to be more of me. I want to show the real deal. I want to show people there is no such thing as a one size fits all. No. There is no such thing as a six steps to six figures. It just doesn't exist. Yeah. Um, of course, there are steps to take, but you really need to know yourself first. And align to your highest self. Exactly. Really align to yourself, to you were who you were born to be. Right. And not who you think you should be. Yeah. And that's what human design does for me, that it really gets you back to the core. Mm -hmm. And it gives you like a user manual mm -hmm. of, of you. Like, okay, this is how you're wired This is how you take decisions. Mm -hmm. This is how you respond to other people. This is why you have so many ideas. Yeah. This is why you suffer from procrastination. Right. <laughs> This is why you feel other people's emotions. Oh, uh, wow. You know, and that's what happens when you start diving into your human design. Right. So now the main question, what is human design if you want to yes, enlighten? Yes, that's a great question. So human design is basically... I would say the space where spirituality and science meet. So spirituality mm -hmm. as in Western astrology, the I Ching, the Chinese I Ching, the Kabbalah uh, and the Hindu Brahma chakra work. Mm -hmm. And the science bit is the quantum physics. Right. And it's so it's all about energy. And that's what I love about human design. It's all about energy. And especially mm -hmm. when you apply it to business, For solopreneurs, as I always call them, <laughs> you know, the people who are the business, mm. um, it's it's just perfect because when you are the business, it's all about your energy mm. and what you bring to the table. So in order to run a business successfully, you really need to know yourself first right. and then you can start running a business on your own terms because you don't have to do it the way other people are doing it. Wow. And that's how human design can help you. Right. So, yeah. So, basically, you have this fonda of energy that flows through us, like the life energy, and how... But based on what? Like, how would you know how my energy is flowing? How would you know? Well, when you know your date of birth, your mm. time of birth, mm -hmm. and place of birth, you can put that on... Well, there are several websites where you mm. can create your, what it's called, a body graph. Body graph. And you get your body graph and it shows um, the way you are wired. Mm -hmm. It shows you how responsive you are to other people's energy mm -hmm. or you may have consistent energy yourself. Right. And that's what you see. So in your body graph, you will see nine centers and in each center... It represents a concept, a part of your personality. And whether or not it's open highly determines how you will experience the world and how the world experiences you. 
and it doesn't change like no matter no, what happens over no time. it doesn't change the the only thing is that over the years we can learn to adjust things so especially when we're trying to be something else mm-hmm. so we force ourselves to to act in a certain way we force ourselves to to uh, respond in a certain way but we will always know when it's not our design we will always know that it's um it's something we learned mm-hmm. because it takes more energy it right. takes more effort like and cold calls are not my thing and that's and that's exactly right because you are a generator yeah and um uh, you even though you have a defined throat center as it's mm-hmm. called um but being a generator means that you have a strategy called waiting to respond mm. so calling someone like out of the blue like oh i want an appointment with you mm. it's for a generator it's it's not going to work no it's definitely not going to work and so many people think that they oh they just need to learn and they just need to move through yeah. Yeah. being uncomfortable yeah it's uncomfortable but just you have to power through like and you'll manage sell yourself you know exactly um, like exactly. advertise yourself which is not bad but no. like but it just really drains the energy out of me yeah so it doesn't mean that you cannot do it yeah but it means that you are not made to do it so if you follow the flow and you follow the energy Mm -hmm. of waiting to respond a much more natural way to get clients would be networking for instance would be getting introduced to other people for a generator that would be the the perfect way to to get new clients but cold calling actually is meant for for only for the manifestors and manifestors okay. are only nine percent of the entire uh, population so wow. we're trying something that is only made for nine percent of the population so maybe the six steps uh, to six figure they are among the like they nine percent they and they think be. like if we follow that yeah. step it just works like they just possibly be. that that's the reason yeah and a thing that we should remember i think for each and every blueprint that we follow is that the blueprint was created by a person hmm. and it worked for that particular person right so it may be that you have the same design mm-hmm. as that person and if that's the case by all means it will work try the approach it may it may work yeah okay uh but if you're not the same design Mm -hmm. so if you are a manifesting generator for instance and you follow another manifesting generator's blueprint uh it may work for you Mm -hmm. but there are so many layers and nuances Mm -hmm. in each and every design so it's not like every manifesting generator is the same Mm. it's the same for generators not every generator is the same but generally for a generator cold calling is a no-go right it it just doesn't work yeah it feels unnatural and people will pick up on that energy when you feel uncomfortable and you try to get a meeting with a person um and you feel like i'm 
I'm forcing something into existence. Yeah. People will pick up on that energy and they will be like, yeah, well, perhaps hmm, whenever I have the time, maybe not now, maybe next month. (laughs) That's what's going to happen. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it's really important to be aware of, okay, how am I wired? So when you know, you Mm. can use it. Mm -hmm. So it's not like, oh, I cannot do cold calling. No, you should be doing networking. You should be what getting referrals. Yeah. So, so what you're seeing is that based on every person's body graph, if they align to their energies wiring, that will help them to reach their highest potential. Absolutely. Just not at work, just not in business, just in general. In they general, will feel yeah, more yeah. energetic. Absolutely. They will make the best use of their energy. It's all about efficient use of your energy. It doesn't mean that you cannot do those things because you can. Mm -hmm. Because as humans, we are powerful beyond measure. We Mm -hmm. really are. And Mm -hmm. if we want and if we Mm -hmm. put our mind to it, we Mm -hmm. can do it. But it, it will exhaust us. It will take so much energy. Right. Like my next question is that like right now you you are using human design yeah. to help your clients to work with their energy that works best for the business. Yes. Do you find skepticism to accept this whole concept because there is a lot of like unseen hmm. the moment you pick this world word spirituality and energy and uh, body graph, it's still unseen, right? So how it do you is. deal with that? It is. It's a great question because I had people who were like, yeah, well, hmm, just show me. And then the funny thing is when I, I only get, hmm. when I start working with a person and I start hmm. creating their human design profile, mm-hmm. I only get their date of birth, time of birth and place of birth. Mm-hmm. And I create their body graph and I look into it. And just this morning I had a reading with someone and I I literally told the guy, like, I feel like I'm snooping around in your home Mm. and you don't know. But of course you gave your consent because you gave me your date of birth, time of birth and place of birth. But I feel like I know you when I create your body graph. And when I get those critical questions, then I'll just tell people like show me your body graph and I'll tell you something about you that I cannot possibly know Hmm. but I know this because of your body graph Mm -hmm. and then I'll I'll show it to people and then they're like what how do you know this I'm like it's in your design (laughs) wow and that's that's what happens and so it's just showing them yeah and the people who who are still like skeptical and they are not open to it That's fine. That's fine. You know, you can't please them all. And I'm really happy that it gets more and more into the world, more into publicity, more uh, people are talking about it. uh, And they see the potential of it. There's a lot more acceptance about it. I think so, yeah. Both in Eastern and Western worlds also. Because I think this is the first time in the history that we are bringing both the worlds together to work for us. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, but just, you know, I remember, I mean, I'm 54. I remember when people started talking about acupuncture for the Mm. first time. 
and we heard about the Chinese way of looking at the body, yeah. the holistic way, and about the meridians in the body. Right. And I, I remember people like, what? Needles in your body? Meridian? What is that? And now we're like, yeah, sure, acupuncture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so much accepted. Yeah. And like, yeah, yeah, meditation, like all these things are so much. Yeah. Yeah, accepted. So, so it's, I think so many things have changed over the years, and, and I love that. So I think within five or ten years, basically everyone will know about human design and like, oh, yeah, that's great. Yeah, sure. Oh, like, so you're a generator. Oh, great. Hi, I'm a manifester. Yeah. So people will know that language. So do you think, like, like just taking it to a more collective and a bigger view, like right now in the world after post-COVID and also during COVID, there was a lot of fear and there's a lot of change happening in the world. Just yes. like you changed so much. Yeah. People are changing. There has been this great resignation. There has been so many people who are moving towards like, you know, I would say not so popular jobs or even trying to find their calling or just mm. be more restful, mindful about what they are doing. Yeah. There is, has been a shift. Yeah. I'm not saying everybody's doing that, but no, still. No, many, there. many have been doing that. And I think we were all uh, put to a stop, to a halt. And, mm. and we all were at home and thinking like, okay, what do I really want to do? Instead of, you know, rushing through life, yeah. going from party to party, going from work day to work day. It was like, okay, now I'm at home. Okay, I'm with my partner. I'm with my family. I, mm -hmm. uh, so, and you start reflecting automatically. Right. And I think many people started doing that. And of course, you know, when you normally you go to parties like every weekend and now we couldn't. We, yeah. we couldn't go to any no. parties. And then you're at home like, do I really miss this party? <laughs> no. I don't think so. <laughs> so, and then you really start thinking like, oh my goodness, I've spent so much time basically pleasing others or thinking that I should be doing this. Right. Uh, and then you really start making, I think, better decisions, smarter decisions, uh, that are much more aligned with what you really want in life. Right. So in that sense, I think COVID was a blessing. Indeed. Yeah. Although there is another part of the crowd who also fa are facing even still a lot of anxiety, stress around this Abs unknown. Absolutely. Around this uncertainty where we yeah. are, where the future holds. Yeah. Burnouts are also in rise. What do you think... Like, do you think that if you are more and more working against your energy wiring, these things happen? Oh, that's an interesting question. But I think that is the case. Mm. That we, when we don't live according to our design, I think we uh, force ourselves into... Mm acting in a certain way, behaving in a certain way, responding in a certain way. And if mm -hmm. that's not in our design, mm -hmm. then um, we force mm -hmm. things. We mm -hmm. force things into existence, which automatically means it costs more energy. Right. And when you tr drain that battery for a long time and it doesn't get recharged, mm -hmm. then I think 
you you might be having for a burnout or through to anxiety and depression and these yeah things. depression and 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 perhaps not even a depression but but like um a lot of self-doubt mm. a lot of like oh but can i really do this but mm. when you are aligned with your design you know who you are you know how mm -hmm. you're wired mm -hmm. and it's that's what human design did for me mm -hmm. it brought me so much acceptance like this is who i am this right. is the way i'm wired yeah. and i tried so hard to be something else like you know with the cult calling and i was forcing myself like i need to launch and i really need to run group programs huge group programs yeah. because i need an audience i need you know all the things that we see and hear yeah. in the online world and i was like no i i don't like big groups no. it's not in my design to no. be around big groups because no. i have so many open centers in my body graph which means i'm very sensitive to other people's energy And when I'm around a lot of people, I get exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah. I cannot manage that. So yeah. I like my groups to be intimate. Right. I really like to know people. I really want to know what like what's happening in your life. Mm. What keeps you up at night? Mm. I really want to know you as a person. And of course, I want to know about your business, but I want to know you as a person. Right. Uh, and that's not impossible if you have work like with two or three hundred people in a group. Right. Well, I want to take like just not from last two and a half years, maybe let's go a few years back also because I I know your story and especially because I have read your book. Yeah. <laughs> the series uh Flick the Fucket Switch and yes. in in this in this one the courage you also told about your uh like background. You have so many personal like anecdotes with like nuggets of wisdom which I loved, but <laughs> what I love about these like your book are your personal anecdotes and I also got to know that you had a corporate job yeah right back and also like you shared also some of your relationship challenges yep. your um, perfectionism and how you started embracing yourself so yes I would say it's not like just two and a half years back you started no, knowing no. really yourself you have always been in that journey and yes. always in that quest yes of finding yourself yeah absolutely absolutely yeah. i've always i've always loved that and it started and i and that's not even in the book it mm. started when i was really young i loved doing those oh. personality quizzes okay you know what kind of person are you yeah and i was like oh i'm gonna do that one and then yeah. it gave always gave me an insight like oh but this you're you're a, a type x person or you're yeah you love this or you do that and like yeah yeah i love it <laughs> yeah yeah so i've always been on that quest to yeah to get to know myself basically right because for very i would say for a very very long time i i didn't feel like i fit in yeah. i was like i don't know i i know i'm i'm here i'm the youngest of four um but I don't know. I don't fit in. Mm -hmm. And I tried. I really tried to fit in. Right. I really worked hard to fit in. Yeah. Um, but at some point, um, I just realized, like, 
maybe <laughs> I'm not meant to fit in. Yeah. Maybe I am meant to do something else and to right. follow another path mm-hmm. and to show other people that the, that another path is possible. Right. Uh, but that that feels scary, of course, and yeah. that feels very uncomfortable. And and it starts with a kind of lonely feeling of yeah. okay, I don't fit in. Um, and then it's I I used to have a friend, um, and and she used to tell me like, oh, you shouldn't think so much. You shouldn't think so. You're overthinking things. You shouldn't think so much. I was like, I wish I was like you, I would say. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I, I wanted to know where do I switch that off? Right. Where do I switch off my thoughts? But I couldn't. Yeah. I, I just kept wondering, like, yeah. what else is there? What do I need to know? What have I got to offer? Yeah. Is, this, is this it? Yeah. Or is this what I'm going to be doing until my retirement or even until death? Right. I was like, oh my God, if that's the case, kill me now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know now even more that why we gel so well, because I had exactly the same feeling right from the beginning of my life. And still I'm trying to figure out like, am I like this constant question, like yeah. inquisitiveness and like, I'm glad that there is now human design that will yeah. help. And, and that doesn't mean that. You know, this is it, right? No, maybe no. There's so much more. Yeah, (laughs) there's so much more. But it really gave me a lot of understanding. Mm. So, for my human design, for instance, Mm -hmm. I have two profile lines in my human design: a one and a three. Okay. And the one is um, the reason why I am constantly looking for information Mm. because that's that's the one in my design the one is the explorer it's all about the, oh sorry it's the investigator okay. so it's the investigator i'm always trying to find new information uh new theories i'm always on a quest for that yeah. I, I i also have this that habit and many people in the personal development world also have that habit and sometimes i actually question myself like just like you i also have have a habit of like buying courses like investing a lot on Mm. these topics a lot yeah and sometimes I don't even end up like reading them (laughs) or like following them or like have that yeah dedication or like lose the interest yeah but like because I have so many things learning and going on at in one way it makes me very rich in knowledge and stuff like that but in another way I many times I think like is it because that constant feeling of I'm not enough and I need Mm. to work on myself even harder, even harder. Am I beating up myself? Yeah, well, that's the thing with with the one. uh, Do you have a one in your profile? Do you know? Mm. Can can we have a look? Yeah. Because I think... Oh, no, you're a 2-4. Okay. You're a 2-4. Okay, I I can talk about that a bit more. Uh, (laughs) So I am a 1-3, and the one is... It really all about um, getting more knowledge, which is great because you're curious and you really want to gather information, uh, which is great. But th- there is a downside to it, mm-hmm. which is you get your confidence and your security, your feeling of security from your knowledge. Mm. And that's where it gets tricky. So when you feel like, oh, I need more information, I need more knowledge, I need another certification, mm. It could be the, the shadow side of mm. the one mm-hmm. uh, talking. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, you also have the four in your profile. Mm-hmm. And the four is the opportunist. Mm. And the opportunist is all about 
um, uh, connecting with other people and um, it's it's also about gaining knowledge and developing and growing mm-hmm. and and all of that um, but the downside is and that's the two in your profile which is in human design language is the hermit okay and that means that you're uh, retracting and you're well basically going back to your own space and like oh no I don't want to be around other people yeah. I don't want to connect to other people I need to be by myself I need alone time uh, and that's where you start me. <laughs> gathering <laughs> that's where you start gathering the knowledge right like okay then you you feel like you're doing something useful Mm-hmm. Because we were all raised, I think, with the idea of, okay, doing nothing means you're lazy. Mm-hmm. So you need to start doing something. Right. But So the for me, it's the one of, okay, I need more knowledge. I need more knowledge. I mm-hmm. need more security. Mm-hmm. For you, it's I need time to myself, but I need to use the time wisely. Yes. So it's not like I can just lie down and no, I hate do that. Yeah, yeah, but that's 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 a concept. Also, downside of like not being able to feel restful at all. Like yeah. Never feel relaxed because this, there is this constant. Yeah. Like your mind, heart, everything is working. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's yeah. interesting. That really just flashed a recent event that I have faced uh, because you were talking about knowledge and some people like just thrive on it and they want certifications and stuff like that. I mm. And I never kind of like, yeah, I like to study, but not for a stamp mm. as such, you know? Yeah, me neither. Uh, yeah, and recently I was like having this discussion at this uh, networking event and this person asked me, like, I, I was sharing in this group that, like, hey, I give workshops, uh, I, I, I teach data, and I have 15 years of experience, so that kind of is like a stamp. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I was sharing uh, to this person that, hey, I give also workshops on emotional intelligence. Yeah. And this person immediately asked me, like, so what kind of certifications do you have? <laughs> And I was like, uh, I survived life without yeah. being resentful for certain big tragedies, which you don't even have the guts to hear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did not say that, by the way, but no, no. I was saying, I was, yeah. I was like thinking this in my mind, <laughs> and like, if you want, like, a certification for that, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and and that really made me that moment realize, like the fakeness of certificates it's true yeah if you are not really doing the inner work exactly exactly oh god i love it that you say this because there are so many coaches and therapists and all of them out there of course who have a certain certification and they worked really hard to get it but it doesn't automatically means that they are great at what they do Mm -hmm. i mean i have been with coaches who didn't have a certification at all mm-hmm. and they were freaking amazing mm-hmm. but i've always also been with coaches who had like an icf certificate and i mm-hmm. i don't even know the words anymore <laughs> uh, so they had all the stamps and the labels and the certificates yeah. and they sucked yeah. at being a coach because they didn't do the inner work yeah and yeah. so you know it, it it's of course it's an indication but it's, it's, it's not I'm not guarantee. saying, yeah, I'm not saying that it's not valuable, but like, 
like it's just not the exterior that matters exactly. right like when you yeah. meet a coach i also know that like I, i when i meet people also i constantly like have this feeling like okay you're telling you're certified but based on the kind of question you're yeah. asking you just have value for that yeah outside thing and yeah. that doesn't make me trust you enough exactly you know some people are really good at fitting into the system of mm-hmm. learning mm-hmm. so they have ticked all the boxes of learning so they created a paper they did their research they did all of it mm. uh, but it's just to tick the boxes right and it's not to really live through yeah. the whole experience and and dealing with it yeah and and that, that that's why like what you mentioned what you went through last year specifically that you went through this whole like downtime with yourself yeah. to do that work to find it for yourself yeah. so you can't always be in this delivery 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 no. mode no like if you no. really need to align with yourself you need to take that time to find yeah. your yeah you know yeah calling or like to re- replenish your energy and yeah for sure uh, like and you know and just not learn uh, you told you you gave me this advice very valuable and i had actually written it down and kept it next to my bed is <laughs> that knowing is not doing yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. true it's true yeah yeah it, it's true i mean i know this and i yeah. i haven't always done the things that i know yeah so knowing isn't doing for sure it's yeah. it's absolutely the case and that's for any coach you may know all the theories you may right. know all the all the good stuff mm-hmm. but actually doing it living it experiencing it feeling yeah. how incredibly painful it can be right when you're I don't know, depressed or or anxious yeah. or when you feel like, where am I even going in yeah. this world? What, yeah. Why am I even here? And I know these are very big questions and human design may not have the answers for yeah. those, yeah. even though some of the questions will be answered. Right. Um, but it's, uh, it's, it's really important that we yeah, address that we, them. And like, yeah. like for me, it really helped you. You gave me as a gift, but like I was like, so thankful even i was reading it today mm. it actually has a section about what's your purpose in life yeah and yeah. that's my constant question in life every single day yeah yeah uh, like constantly realigning to that yeah. and constantly like living it that that is what matters to yeah live by it and that that does need like i can get like why i'm in that too like like alone time and like because I have this constant need to realign yeah as well yeah and it it helps it really helps when you know it really helps to to know your purpose because every action that you take is like checking in with the purpose like mm. is this contributing to my purpose right is this you know the priorities in life because exactly. like right now what the world is dealing that there are so many options like oh, to God. choose yeah. from like yeah. you can learn anything just at the like it's in your in your phone like right in your hands you can Absolutely. learn i don't know skydiving to like learning uh, spanish uh, like japanese any kind of skill and yeah. you know you know it but like absolutely what's priority because you just have finite amount of hours and energy 
to spend sure. your lifetime in. Yeah, for sure. And and of course, you know, many people, especially in the online space, mm-hmm. are so experienced at making you feel like you need all mm. of that. Like, oh, but you know, one of my cousins is mm. is uh, uh, in his late twenties. And he was like, oh, but I need to travel the world. I need to go backpacking to India. Mm. Uh, I need to do skydiving. I need to do a bungee jumping. I was like, why? Yeah, yeah, but so many people are doing it. So yeah, Mm. but do you want to do it? Yeah. And he said, no, I'm afraid of heights. So okay, so don't do the skydiving. Don't do the bungee jumping. You don't have to. No. And I think that is the most valuable advice that people can give you. Like when you know your human design, you don't have to. No. (laughs) You know? That's so like, and you don't feel guilty about it. Exactly. Yeah. That's so important that you feel like, okay, I'm... I I did a reading, uh, I think it's now almost two years ago. Mm-hmm. I did a reading with one of my clients and, um, and she's a manifesting generator. Mm-hmm. And manifesting generators are the multitaskers, the mm-hmm. multi-talented people, mm-hmm. and they can do just everything and anything. Mm-hmm. And, um, and they have so many different interests. Mm-hmm. For the world around them, it can be really confusing, like... Mm-hmm. What are you all about? Is mm. it this or is it that? Is it that? So manifesting generators often get from their, the people around them like, oh, make a choice. Just choose one thing. Yeah. Choose one thing and go with it. But actually that's the worst advice you yeah. could give to a manifesting generator right. because they need all these different projects to burn off the energy. So right. basically when we did the reading, I, I literally told her that. Mm. Like you need those different projects to burn off the energy. And Mm. it means that these projects don't even need to be finished. Mm. They don't need to turn into a business. You don't need to show it to the outside world. This is just to burn off energy and to learn stuff from, perhaps you don't learn a thing, but you just burn off the energy. So by all means, please don't choose. Yeah. Don't choose just one thing. Do all these things because you love them. Yeah. And you would get so bored mm. if you would only choose one thing. And I told her that and she started to cry. Mm. And she said, all my life I heard mm. you should choose one thing. Mm. You should choose one thing. Why are you doing all these things? You're all over the place. Right. You should need to choose. You need to choose. And yeah. she said, basically what you just did, you gave me permission mm. to be me. Right. And I was like, wow, this is, this so, is really powerful stuff. Yeah. And I don't even realize when, when I talk about this right. and, and with this whole manifesting generator thing. And I told her, like, you don't have to choose. Please don't. Mm-hmm. You need all these different projects. And she was like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. my God. And that's such a big thing right. for, for people that, yeah, um, yeah we try to, to have be, the knowledge, self-knowledge. And there are so many tools. Yeah. And this is one of the tools. So if we're talking about multi-talents, I want to switch to another talent of yours. <laughs> Which is? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you are also an intuitive coach. Yes. Yes. The intuition bit. Yeah. Yes. And that's Tell another. me more about that. You know, that's a thing I always had. As mm-hmm. a child, I always had it. And I 
I didn't know at the time because I thought anyone could do that. Mm. Um, so I just knew things. Mm-hmm. I just knew things that I couldn't possibly know. Mm-hmm. Um, and for some people, it was scary. Like, mm-hmm. how do you know? How Especially do you know? in the Western world, uh, yes. I can imagine, because which is a very skeptic and logic and structured, if you say these yeah. kind of things. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And... and Yeah, so I basically had it all my life, mm-hmm. but at some point you kind of unlearn to listen to it mm-hmm. because that's the thing with your intuition. Mm. It whispers. Mm-hmm. It doesn't talk that that loud. It, mm. it kind of whispers to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of unlearned to, to listen to it. But then at some point, I, especially in business, when I work with people, mm. I feel like, okay, I, I just know mm. what is holding you back. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes it's so, I would say, weird, weird in, in a good way that I'm like, no, I could never say that. I could never say that to a person mm. because it's, it's too wild. It's too mm. uh, unlogical, yeah. basically. Yeah. So I didn't use it. But I always had those yeah. thoughts and ideas when I was talking to someone. Right. I just knew things. Yeah. And I didn't tell them until mm-hmm. at some point, and that was last year, when I did a course with uh, William Whitecloud that was all about intuition. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, it spoke to me. Mm-hmm. So imagine me being on a journey of, okay, I want to be the real me. I want to be showing the real me. Mm-hmm. And that I had been on that journey mm-hmm. for over a year mm-hmm. then. Like, okay, so after COVID, well, not after COVID, during COVID, I took the decision, okay, I really want to show the real deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the whole intuition bit came. Um, and I thought, okay, I'm going to do that course. So I did the course and there was a lot of focus on using your intuition trusting mm. your intuition going with it not trusting it but going with it right. whatever image you get just go with it and keep talking keep talking mm. and and i started doing readings with with people during the course because that's how the course is built mm. and everyone was like yeah yeah this is put on oh my goodness how do you know i'm like mm, i don't know yeah. i just know yeah <laughs> so i started doing that and then i was like Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah. What if I start doing that with other people as well, people who are not in the course? So I started doing that and I just tested it with so many people. Mm. Like, I'm going to give you a free reading if you can give me a testimonial. Mm-hmm. And with every single reading, people were like, oh my God, how yeah. do you know? How do you know? And, and what is reading? Like, just to understand. Yeah, that's yeah. a good question. So basically what we do hmm. is that we we go on Zoom. We don't even have to be in the room. Right. Um, hmm. Just be on Zoom. And all you need to do is, as the person who gets read, is that you open up. Yeah. And that you allow me mm-hmm. to listen and to read you. And and then I just start talking And, and start talking about the images that I get. And so it's the visual ideas. for you? It's visual, it's words, it's... Um, yeah, usually it's visual. I usually mm-hmm. get a picture. Uh, so I, I remember um, a picture of one of the people that I read. I saw her on a sailing ship mm-hmm. and holding the rudder. 
Mm. And I, I could just constantly see her mm. doing that. Mm. So I was talking about that. And then, mm-hmm. and then she's, she said, because normally I just tell people, okay, I'm going to talk for, yeah. I don't know how long it takes. Um, but at some point I'll stop because there's no new information coming up. Mm-hmm. And then we talk about like, okay, how did, did it resonate with you? Mm-hmm. What stood out? What is, what doesn't resonate? Um, and then she started talking about the ship mm-hmm. and the rudder. And she was like, oh my God, I want to be sailing around the world. Wow. Literally, I really want to be sailing around the world. And I'm really in a huge doubt whether or not I should be doing this. Yeah. Uh, I was like, I keep seeing that ship, <laughs> you holding the rudder. <laughs> I just keep seeing it. So it's just, you know, I pick up and that's energy. I know wow. it's energy. I just oh, pick wow. up on, on people's energy. Okay. And that's my, that's my thing. So I add the intuition bit to the human design. Wow. And then you really, that's I so think powerful. it's a powerful combination. So would you like to read me <laughs> now if I give you the permission? <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course. Go let's, ahead. Let's do it. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> let's do it. Is there anything you want me to focus on? Um, the word real. Okay. Okay. So the first thing that comes to me is that you want to do things right. Mm. You really, with this podcast, mm-hmm. uh, you really want to do things right and you want it to be successful. You want it to resonate with people. Um, so I know you're putting a lot of effort mm-hmm. in it and I, I can feel and I can sense that there is a lot of effort in being real yeah and you don't have to put so many so much effort in Mm -hmm. being real you Mm -hmm. can just relax yeah and just be yourself Mm -hmm. because there's now too much energy of uh oh but i i'm i'm working hard to be real (laughs) yeah yeah like like sometimes i'm constantly thinking about this topic like okay am i being myself constantly yeah. in this venture. Yeah, that's yeah. what I can sense. Yeah. That you are you're working hard to be real. Yeah. And you don't have to. Yeah. You can just sit back and relax and just be yeah. yourself. And and because that's what you are. Yeah. You are yourself and you can trust yourself that you you are real. Yeah. Uh so you don't have to make such an effort. Mm. Yeah. Like I'm like I'm worried about it sometimes. Like right now, I am not thinking mm. at all. Okay, great. <laughs> uh, I'm great. like not worried. Uh, but like when I'm not doing this, I'm like worried that am I being authentic enough? Yeah. Am I being showing myself yeah. enough? And yeah. like it's a worry. Yeah, and I th- I can sense that you really want to be walking your talk. Yes. Like I I want to be the living example of yeah. being That's real. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to walk and then talk. Yeah. <laughs> That's 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 my thing yeah. somehow, and that puts me always in this slow pace. I yeah. know it works against me, but I'm like, okay, I'm going to first live and then talk yeah. about it. That's but my I thing. I think there is a lot of a lot could be gained by accepting that mm-hmm. by just walking, you're fine. Yeah, you're fine. You don't have to try so hard. You no. just be who you are. You just talk. Wow. 
whatever you want to talk. And, and then it's like, you know, it takes a lot of pressure off you because you really set a high standard Mm -hmm. for yourself. Mm -hmm. And, and of course, you know, it's, it's makes sense because you put a lot of effort in this podcast. Mm -hmm. You want it to be successful. Um, but the question is, when is it successful for you? Right. Yeah. And I think that is the, that's the biggest, uh, question, uh, like accept that just putting it out there yeah. is a success in itself. Yeah. And it doesn't need like, and of course it's welcome. I mean, mm. you could have like 10,000 downloads. That would be great. Yeah. Or I don't know, 2 million. Yeah. <laughs> that would be great. I want it. But <laughs> yeah, but it's, that's not a standard for success. No, no. So indeed, but I'm also indeed thinking on both levels, like how this material success. Yeah. But for me, even much more important is that, am I walking the talk? That's something that yeah. really, um, yeah, was like making me scared with mm. like uh, thinking about this whole project itself. Yeah. But like now what you're saying, it does resonate with me that I'm slowly sinking in. I'm like, you know, it's always, this is the seventh episode and I already know that I am much more at at ease than mm. my first one. Yeah, of course. So, which I know that if I am on my 14th one, I'll be much more at ease exactly. than this. And it's yeah. a constant evolution. I can't reach my 100th episode me now. That's it. No, you need episode number 7 and 24 and 38 yeah. in order to get to that state of understanding that yeah. you do walk the talk. Right. And you don't have to work that hard, but you need that experience yeah. first. Yeah. Um, I don't know. You know Marie Forleo? No. You know her? She's an American online marketing teacher, I would say. And mm-hmm. um, and she is like very, very experienced now. And she runs a, a program uh, every year and it's, I don't know, $2,500 mm-hmm. uh, every time she runs it. She's really successful there now, and she has those beautifully edited videos with beautiful backgrounds and, you know, a perfect living room and beautiful fresh flowers, and it all looks so perfect. Her hair is amazing, mm-hmm. and she looks just perfect. But when you watch her first videos, right. it sucked. Yeah. It was really bad. Yeah. So, but the thing is, over time and by doing it, mm-hmm. you grow into like, okay, I know what I'm doing. I am walking the talk, um, but right. I need all these experiences first yeah. in order to get to that place. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to be in the now, and this is the most real yeah. me I can offer to you. Exactly. <laughs> this, is, this is the best real uh, yeah. you can do. And over time, it will get better. Yeah. Um, oh, that was and that's a relaxing thought. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is like, and thank you so much. I, I, I you did uh, say something very important to me right now. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Okay. Yeah. So um, maybe one last topic I wanted to pick up on was um, still on energy. Yeah. And. Um, you recently, actually, by the way, for the audience, we tried to shoot this quite a few times. Yeah. <laughs> oh this, this episode would yeah. have been almost first or second, but it landed up being seven yeah. because of 
quite some reasons. But one of the reasons that uh, when you had COVID yeah. and you had this drastic loss of energy and oh that God, was yeah. also a huge uh, like uh, moment for you for certain realizations on the topic of energy. Yes. Would you like to share? Yes, absolutely. So I had COVID. I was really sick. Mm. I had high fever for a week. And afterwards, I lost my energy for weeks on end. Yeah. And and you know this because mm. we know one another mm. uh, quite well. My energy is my trademark. Yes. Uh, people always tell me like, oh, I love your energy. Oh, I love your energy. Yeah. You're so energetic. I always get that remark. But after COVID, I didn't have that energy. So mm. I was missing that one particular piece of me mm. that is so significant mm. for me and my personality. And I was like, who who is this woman? I don't even know her. It's and I don't like her. Yeah. It's heartbreaking. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It is. And and it was worrying as yeah. well. Like yeah. Am I ever going to get the energy back? Yeah. Um, will I be my old self again? And of course, you know, when you hear all those horror stories, thanks to the media, uh, mm. like, oh, people with long COVID and all of that. I was like, oh, my God. So, so what you were going through is lack of physical energy as well as mental. Yeah, physical yeah. energy, mental energy. So the physical energy was like I was panting when I was walking just one staircase I was Ooh. like <gasps> it was awful I was yeah. like who is this woman I and I before I got COVID I went to the gym like three times a week right I do cold water swimming mm -hmm. uh, every Sunday or every weekend uh, and I was like what is happening mm. you know what's going on with me mm. um, so again I I put a stop to to a lot of things Uh, and I, I thought, okay, first thing, I need to regain my energy. Mm. That's my, my main focus. I need to regain my energy. Mm -hmm. So which means I have to focus on a few things. Sleep. Mm -hmm. I really need to focus on sleep. I need to focus on hydration mm -hmm. um, because that's one of the crucial things. And I need to be outside. I need to go into nature. Mm. And for me, I live really nearby the beach. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's only six kilometers. So going to the beach is, it's my happy place. I right. love it. Uh, I mean, that's why I, I loved doing the cold water swimming. I do that in the North Sea, uh, which is mm. great. So I started doing that in January. The water, five degrees centigrade, really, really cold. Yeah. <laughs> But it's lovely. And it's really, the beach is my happy place. So I focused on these things to really start regaining my energy again. Right. And then I started wondering, again, human design is all about energy. So I was like, what happened mm. before I got COVID that apparently my energy was so low mm. that COVID could hit me? Mm. Uh, so I was really having a long, hard look in the mirror. And I realized that I wasn't really following my design. Right. And I wasn't doing the things that really light me up. I'm a generator. I need to do things that give me joy. Mm. I need to do things that light me up. Mm. And there were too many things that didn't light me up anymore. No. So I really had to say goodbye to those things. But it was a hard moment because I was like, oh my goodness, I, I know yeah. 
my energy was already low mm-hmm. uh, before I got COVID. Wow. And perhaps that was the reason why I got it, because mm. my energy was so low already. But then afterwards, it was really, it was like below zero. <laughs> like you were not doing things that were aligned to you, or at least it had done the work for you and you had to move on. And Exactly. You had a yeah. hard time to like um, recognize it and yeah. hence COVID hit. Yeah, exactly. Very exactly. interesting. Yeah, and that's a part of my design as well. Yeah. I have an open splenic center, yeah. which means that I can read people. Yeah. So that's the great bit. Yeah. But having an open splenic uh, center also means that you hold on to things for right. a very long time. Yeah. And you hold on to things that are not necessarily good for you. Mm. Uh, so that's the downside of having an open splenic center um, and and that's what I did so yeah. I held on to things because it was like oh yeah but I, I think I like doing it and the people are so nice and at some point I was like yeah I do it because I like the people hmm. but it's not the thing that I like so much anymore so yeah. I really need to be aware of where my energy goes So first of all, I started focusing on these three elements like nature, sleep, hydration. And then I started to realign with my design again, like, okay, I have to do the things that light me up. And what is that? That is focusing on human design, working with my clients from a human design perspective. It's all about accountability. I love to help people to get things done mm-hmm. and to hold them accountable and right. check in with them. Like, where are you? Where do you need any help? How can yeah. I support you? And you're very good at it, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's what we do. Yeah. That's what we do. And, uh, and that's what really lights me up. Yeah. So, uh, so, and that took, again, some decisions like, okay, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm not going to do that anymore. Yeah. But I'm going to be doing that instead. Mm. And that's, um, and that's a really, it's a very painful process to go through. So you can't still easily say no once you have realized. Is it difficult for you to say no? Yeah, it's very difficult for me to say no because I have so many open centers Mm. in my uh, body graph that I pick up on mm. other people's moods and energies all the time. So when I say no, yeah, yeah so I'm adapting. Mm. So when I say no, I can feel and I know what they think. Mm. Mm. And if the thoughts about me are not that nice, <laughs> I don't want to make that happen, of course. So I'm pleasing yeah. and I'm like, oh no, I'm, I'm just going to, I'm of course I can do it. Yeah, sure. I can do it. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but that's the thing. I really need to be aware of that. Am I saying yes because I feel that it lights me up? Or am mm. I saying yes to please the other person? Wow. And that's, that's the big realization that, that I had. Like, okay, I really need to be more aware of my design. Um, and which goes to say that. Even though I know human design now, it's it's almost four years that I know about human design, mm. 
but it still has so many layers, layers. and so many levels. Yeah. So, you know, another level, another devil. Yeah. So when you think you have mastered something, <laughs> comes a bigger a, devil. <laughs> that will be the next level. Yeah. So it's, um, so yeah, and, and it was a very good thing that I needed because it forced me to take dr very drastic yeah. decisions. Like, I'm not going to do this anymore and I'm not going to do that anymore. And so it really, yeah. do you think you are now prepped that next time something like this won't happen? I wouldn't get into such an energy crisis. I think so, because what I do now, mm -hmm. I check in my, with my energy all the time. Mm -hmm. So I learned and I studied a lot about energy, what happens to energy. Mm -hmm. um, so I read an amazing book that I can highly recommend to the listeners, which is by Simon Alexander Ong. Mm-hmm. And it's called Energy. Um, and it's it's an amazing book. And of course, you know, the content, if you're in the self-development uh, mode, it's not new. Uh, but the way he combines all the knowledge mm -hmm. is really interesting. Mm -hmm. And um, now I'm reading a book by James Nestor. Mm -hmm. And it's called Breath. And that's all about breathing and what breathing does for you and what it does for you energy wise and it's so interesting wow. it's so interesting wow. so I've been really focusing on the energy bit right. and now I'm also focusing on the energy bit in my coaching like I'm going to bring that to the coaching like okay where are you on your energy right and I really want you to check in with yourself like mm. where am I on my energy what's yeah. my energy level Right, and if it's very low at the end of the week, so let's let's have a look what what happened during the week, right. and let's monitor your energy yeah. during the week and see how we can um, keep it at an acceptable level. Because right. there there should be like a walk away point when your level of energy is so low mm. that we should really fix that. Yeah. So it's important to really be aware of your energy. So it's again. And that's, I love that about life, that you get so many lessons mm -hmm. and you bring them all to your life and you share it, you pass it on. And for yeah. me, I bring it to my coaching. I'm like, okay, yeah. this is even adding another layer. Yeah. So first it was the human design bit. Then it was the intuition bit. Now right. it's the energy bit. Right. So there will be new aspects Layers, all the time. The unseen elements of being... You yeah. know, a true you. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's a lot about leadership as well, like to first to learn about yourself and then you can lead others Absolutely. through coaching or whatever you're doing. Absolutely. Yeah, I, that's, I think that's so true. You really need to lead yourself first mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. before you're able to lead others. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and for me, human design, intuition, energy, it's, it's all a big, big part of it. Yeah. So. And I love it. Thank yeah. you so much, Thank Nicole. You. And I, I, I just loved our conversation. We can go on for hours. Yes, we could. <laughs> we could. I have no idea of the time. I think we went above, um, yeah, an hour, 10 minutes. Okay. So like, it's still within time. Okay. Uh, so, on a final note, I wanted to do this final real question round. <laughs> I'm a bit nervous now. <laughs> In tune with your own yeah, energy, of breathe. <laughs> breathe. Sure, go ahead. And what I'm going to do is like, I'm going to give you some one-liners or questions. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
use your intuition okay <laughs> to give me a one liner back okay. and like not an explanation neither we are going to have a discussion around okay. it because right. there are like so many topics we can't ever finish talking yeah. about them i i love it but like uh, also i wanted to time box uh, okay great so that that one liner does represent your true energy okay right? great great go ready ahead. fire away okay so The first question that I am going to ask you is about body positivity or body neutrality? Body positivity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Porn is healthy. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not healthy. But it's it's healthy to watch sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's not that bad to watch, but it's not, no, it gives you a weird idea of how sex would, should be. Mm. And I think especially for young people, it's bad to see them because they get an idea of, okay, this is what it should be. Mm. And, um, yeah, they don't get the whole picture. So in that sense, I would say no, Mm. but yeah, whatever floats your boat. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, keeping with the theme. Yeah. <laughs> Casual sex or committed sex? Committed sex. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Mm. <laughs> uh, which means I know the answer of friends with ben- benefits work. Th- that's the question? Do, yeah. do friends with benefits work? Yeah, yeah. they do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as long as committed. Yeah, as long as it's committed. <laughs> As long as it's committed, yeah. But yes. I, I mean, for a friend, mm. is for me, is committed. Mm. So it, that's not just casual sex. It's right. uh, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> emotions are weakness. No. <laughs> no emotions are power. Great. White men rule. Huh. Unfortunately, yes. Hmm. Yeah. Unfortunately, yes. They still do. But mm-hmm. not for long anymore. I hope. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> Black Lives Matter movement made me more aware of reality. Yes, absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. It made me much more aware of the hidden racism mm-hmm. that, that I even practice, even though I'm not aware of it, even mm-hmm. though I'm against it. I am against racism. Uh, but it really made me, and there were many eye openers mm. during that time when I was like, oh my God, I, this is what I do too. Mm. So it was good that it happened. It was very, very painful, of course, for many people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, yeah, definitely offered many eye openers. Yeah. Mm. Mothers are undervalued. Mm. I don't feel undervalued as a mother. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think mothers are undervalued. I think it's... It, it's by the t- society. By society? Yeah. By society, yes. Mm. By society, yes. Especially since, especially when we look in the Netherlands, mm. when we look at stay-at-home moms, mm. we f- kind of look at them like, what is wrong with you? Why are you not working? Mm. So in that sense, by society, yes. Mm. Yeah, I would say, yeah. But fathers are undervalued too 
in that sense. Fathers are definitely undervalued because uh, I remember when my son was born, he's almost 18 years now, Mm -hmm. and I got all the attention. I had a cesarean. So, and of course, you know, that's an operation. Yeah. Uh, so people were like, oh, how are you? And, oh, and everyone was very, very concerned for me. Mm. But my husband was there and he had been part of the whole process. So mm. he had witnessed his wife mm. being taken to surgery, yeah. his son being born, being taken away to, the, to that special uh, mm. department for kids. And he was, and no one asked him how he was doing. Wow. So I think fathers are very undervalued too that's by society. A, that's very powerful. That's yeah. very powerful indeed. Um, okay. Maybe the last one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> keeping with the theme. Okay. Parents fuck up their kids no matter what. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely, we do because we're human. We right. are human. We 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 are all we are children ourselves. We yeah. are still children. We have the wounded child mm-hmm. in us, and yeah, so we fuck up our children. Yeah, we do, but we don't mean to. Yeah, but we try our best, mm-hmm. and yeah, but we have to realize that's what that's what we do. Yeah, yeah so no hard feelings feelings for your own parents. Right. No, exactly. Yeah. No hard feelings because they're human. And with the knowledge yeah. that they had at the time, they tried to do their best. Yeah. And I tried to do my best, mm. but I'm sure I made huge mistakes mm. with my kid. But, you know, we're, we're, we're human and right. he will make mistakes too. Right. So, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what we do. Very powerful. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Nicolin, it was a pleasure, absolute pleasure Thank you. sharing this space with you, Thank like you. your energy, your intuition, <laughs> the human design, my report got yes. a bit more insights, did not leave a chance to get more insights. So yeah. <laughs> thank you so much uh, for like giving me this opportunity to have this lovely discussion. Thank you for having me. It was a real pleasure. And like you said, we could go on for hours and hours. (laughs) (laughs) So on a final note, I'll just give you a hug and bye for now. All right. Thank you. (laughs) Bye.